Hi everyone, this is Samet from Chick Hospital for Cats and Dr. Colin with me. Hi, Doctor. Hi, Samet. So we just uh, decided this um, spontaneous podcast because we're going through these unusual circumstances and times. We figured it would be a really good time to talk a little bit about the COVID-19 and as far as, you know, cats a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, lots of people have questions. Lots of people hear some rumors or maybe not so true uh, misinformation everywhere, not to know where to look. And so we figure we can have you here today a little bit and talk about cats as well. Well, you know, Sam, it, it, it's interesting. I've been in a couple of big conference calls just because of that this week, because as it's such a crucial time, there's research that's becoming available almost on a daily basis. So a lot of assumptions that we're testing are things like how long does the virus live in the environment? Mm -hmm. What surfaces does it live on? Can I get it from my cat? Mm -hmm. And so so there's some pretty current information like within the last week that's pretty relevant to what people are worried about. Yeah, for example, I personally heard that it lives longer on metal surfaces and plastic. It lives on non-porous surfaces for a longer period of time than porous surfaces. So you could think of porous surfaces as being something like cotton, any kind of fabric, oh. that's a porous surface. A non-porous surface is, as you say, is steel or um, pla uh, solid plastic, mm -hmm. things like that. So there was a study that was just published, I think it was out of South Korea last week, mm -hmm. that demonstrated that the virus, if you inoculated something porous like cardboard with corona, uh, COVID-19, that within 24 hours, there was absolutely no evidence of virus present on that porous material. So the virus doesn't last long on that um, type of material. So that means you can't get it from your cat because fur is both porous and fibrous. So the likelihood of your being able to catch it from your cat is very low. That doesn't mean you shouldn't wash your hands after you play with your cat. Mm -hmm. But it makes your cat or dog, for that matter, um, the lesser species, a little bit less of a, of a concern. And we all need to know what we should be worried about and what we shouldn't. So since we just switched to the cats, I know surface-wise, uh, maybe just because you just mentioned it's not that easy for us to get it from your cat but what if your cat can your cat have it and then like uh, groom you or you get, can you get it from your cat's saliva or something like that you know you could you would think so but it, there's no evidence for it and this has been something that people have been looking at, at ever since the thing the um, the virus appeared in China and there just doesn't seem to be any evidence that humans can uh, contract it from their pets now, we also know that pets can contract it from people. Mm -hmm. And so when, if you test positive for COVID-19, you do need to be careful about not, not giving it to your pets. Yeah, as of end of March, j just this fresh news came in that actually one cat 
at least one cat that they know that uh, double tested for it uh, to make sure if it got it or not. And in Belgium, this cat got it from the owner who just recently traveled from northern Italy region back to Belgium, and the owner was positive for COVID-19. That's correct. What we don't know, they, it did make the cat sick. The cat developed some pretty significant respiratory signs and some gastrointestinal signs. What we don't know is whether or not that was entirely the fault of the COVID-19 mm-hmm. virus. The cat could have had other kind of immune suppressive disorders, could have had other secondary illnesses. And nobody knows whether that was the case or not. They do know that the cat's feces um, tested positive for the coronavirus, but nobody still knows what kind of test was done. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions still about that. But I think the good news is what I read is that it after nine days of treatment, the cat is doing well now. Cat seems to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And supportive care, just like you would do for yourself. What do you think about uh, another thing I get a lot of questions from, you know, clients and in my surroundings is um, uh, male. People are a little bit worried about males coming in and going out. What do you think about male? Well, male is the same thing as money or um, boxes of packages from Amazon and things like that. All of those materials are porous materials. Mm-hmm. So paper, money, um, cardboard, all of that is um, is not likely to carry the virus at least for any length of time that said that means you don't need to spray down everything with a disinfectant (laughs) but what you probably ought to do if you take money from somebody is to wash your hands again for 20 seconds before you touch your face Mm -hmm. so and the same goes for clothes too because that same applies for your clothes you do not have to you know immediately wash your clothes or spray them down when you come home Oh, no, but, you know, it it always makes sense to be cautious about it, especially if you've been in an environment where you don't know, um, you know, if there's been any level of crowding. I was at uh, drove by Trader Joe's the other day, and there were people waiting in line to get in there. Oh, yeah. And in that case, I would take all my clothes and launder them because I was probably standing a little bit more closely to somebody than I should be. Yeah, the six-feet social distancing measures sometimes can be broken especially when everybody's trying to get the grocery shopping done well the last dozen eggs or whatever now it used to, <laughs> it was toilet paper now apparently it's eggs it is eggs now yeah <laughs> and actually i couldn't find a bread flour the other day as well well every there, it appears that um there's such a thing called stress baking oh okay <laughs> and so um people are home baking bread and making muffins and things like that and my husband used to be a baker he uh-huh. used to have a commercial baker here in chico and um, and so he can't really quite get his mind around the fact that there's such a thing as stress baking. <laughs> My wife, Lori, uh, started making bread at home suddenly every day now. Oh, dear. Of, yeah, well, we, <laughs> we don't want to go to the grocery and buy bread. So interesting. So I, before we close, though, this mini podcast, I, I kind of want you to tell us a little bit about what we do here, because I feel like it's so important that we are still you know, operating for, you know, as an essential part of the community, trying to do our best to minimize contact, but still offer our services. We are considered an essential service, Samet, because people have pets and like, just like health problems don't, other health problems don't stop in people. They also don't stop in, in our cats. And so we, um, we have implemented very strict levels of social distancing in terms of there's we have not had a client in the building for the last two weeks we go out and meet the client with six feet 
uh, apart. We disinfect the carriers before we bring them into the building. Um, we're even, try we, you know, it's very hard for us because we do procedures to practice social distancing for ourselves. So what we're working on is doing the best we can there, but also talking about making sure that the people we live with at home are being very careful mm -hmm. so that we don't bring anything into the building. So, and we're disinfecting constantly. Um, every time any, anything happens, we're, we're out there with the bottles and so on and, and wearing gloves to, to bring the cats indoors and all of that. We're also starting telemedicine. Yes. My and next Yeah. Question. So that's a really important part. And so if there's a need for a consultation with a doctor or a, a follow-up visit or a recheck or an assessment for whether or not that cat should be seen again, we can do that all online now. Yeah, uh, telemedicine, when you know the circumstances are right, is very useful and you found great uh, interface for us to use, some software or websites to use. It's easy for the client, it's easy for us to set up, and it's effective in some Situations. It is. And we've also, as, as well, Sam, you set it all up. We have um, laptops set up in the exam room so the doctor can, while he or she is talking to the to, or doing a physical exam, is actually, actually interacting with the client who, who might be sitting at home or waiting out in the car. It's interesting how much we have to think about details now. For example, instead of exchanging a credit card hand-to-hand -hand or exchanging cash money, we are um, encouraging to use over the phone or online payments. So that's another thing we immediately try to integrate our system so people can actually pay remotely as well. Right. And, and, you know, and we're text messaging people much more often than we did before. We're asking people not to bring anything from home um, when they come for a visit mm -hmm. and, um, and asking them to send us a history rather than bring a piece of paper with them. So mm -hmm. there's all kinds of things that we can do to keep ourselves safe and still stay, stay able to take care of people's beloved cats. Personally, I would like to tell everybody to, you know, encourage everybody to stay home absolutely if they don't have any essential needs in these hard times, at least for a little bit more for a while. The the Centers for Disease Control says that the next two weeks are the most important two weeks to, to be at home and, and, you know, keep yourself isolated because the peak of the of the infection infection and the pandemic in the United States anyway will be in the next two weeks. So we can save lives and keep each other safe by staying at home. And you know, this just reminds me before we end it, this is great time for you to increase your playtime with your pet to pay attention to your pet, <laughs> isn't it true. though? Your home, maybe sometimes you wanted to do more playtime, but you always were on the go and, and you were working and you had homework, whatever your lifestyle, you know, was. Now you do have this extra time to say, wait a minute, I'm going to play, you know. And there's nothing better for us than and for our cats than to interact with them. And, and um, we're teaching one of our cats to walk on a leash now. That's one of our big it, big goals so that he can go outside safely and go for walks with us. And we never, we hadn't had time for any of that. Mm -hmm. So we're working on that now. Yeah. So spend more time with your cats and with your pets and with yourself. Perfect time for uh, individual improvement as well. Take some online, you know, webinars or education. Just 
uh, I'm sure everybody can find something to do with their time. Everybody has interests outside of work. This is an opportunity to explore those. Well, thank you for joining us, Doctor. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's been fun. All right. See you guys next time. Our podcast is on ChicoCast.com, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.